Yes, yes, hello. Happy holidays to y'all listening to another episode of Griff Talks Football. Of course, your host, Griff. I will be uploading my daily episode. Of course, that's every Wednesday. I've been doing it since late August. Yeah, right before the NFL season started, I believe. I've been doing this shit way before the NFL season. Or not way before, right when the NFL 2019 started. Which, again, the NFL 100th season um, back in late August. Um, we're now the day we're now into the day before the new year starts. So yes, this is recorded on December 31st, 2019, of course. Um, it's been it's been long. I've worked hard to be able to get to this point of being able to consistently upload episodes for those who are listening. And uh, in today's episode nine of my series one take, season one of it, I'm talking about the potential head coaching jobs. Um, I'm also going to mention ones that have already been established, whether it's the teams that have decided to keep their coaches and it's the teams that have already hired another coach. Um, and and it's, it's been ongoing since Black Monday, which... A lot of people refer Black Monday, if they're talking about the sports world, a lot of people refer Black Monday as the uh, NFL season, in which it, you know, or at least the postseason, if you will, where the regular season ends. And the following day, a lot of coaches get fired or get retained if they didn't make the playoffs. So if you make the playoffs, your job status is most likely okay depending on the results of the playoffs. There's been coaches who have made the playoffs and get fired the moment they lose a playoff game, whether they win one and then lose the next one or so forth. It's it, it's all depending on what the owners want um, from in, in the expectations that they set. But so far, the teams that have fired their head coaches and have not hired a uh, another coach yet is the Browns, the Giants, and the Panthers. Now, uh, the other teams that were like on the board of hiring their co- uh, firing their head coach, but decided to either retain him or her, or they haven't made the decision yet. And so those teams, the Falcons, which uh, Dan Quinn these past two years, which includes this season, has led the Falcons to a seven and nine record. But those commonalities, other than being the same record these past two seasons, the commonality between those seasons has been uh, those teams finishing strong at the end of the season. Like the Falcons, despite going one and seven or starting the year off, starting those eight games one and seven, they end up finishing. Or going six and two, and then finishing seven and, and, and nine for the year. Which, again, if you finish the year strong, great. But ultimately, as a coach, your 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 contract is based on your performance, and that performance is based on winning games and making the playoffs, and and essentially winning Super Bowls if you're in the professional level, uh, national championships if you're in the collegiate level. But then you have to look at where you're at. Um, then it's just conference championships with bowl games and then, you know, so forth. Um, 
But nevertheless, the Falcons retained their GM as well. Uh, Dimitrov, I think that's how you say his last name. Um, but yeah, they retained Dan Quinn. Uh, the Jaguars have retained Doug Marone, which is interesting because I thought they were going to fire him this year. He hasn't really done anything consistently or really anything good since 2017 in which he helped lead the team to an ASC championship game um, and then ended up losing to a forced New England Patriots. Um, let's see. Um, which was interesting because they went 10-6 and six just to win the AFC South. They beat the Buffalo Bills that year. They moved on to beat the Steelers. That's right. That's the other team was, I was trying to remember who they beat that year, but that doesn't matter. Uh, they retain Doug Marone. The Cowboys owned by Jerry Jones have not decided what to do with Jason Garrett just yet. He has not been let go or fired. He has not been rehired either because his contract is up. So we'll have to see what they do there in the next couple days. It may take longer, but then the longer you wait, um, if you have not decided on who your head coach wants to be yet, the less candidates of what you would like to have will be gone just because they either you know retired or they go off so elsewhere. Um, but yes, Cowboys, Jaguars, Falcons, those owners have retained those head coaches. Or with the Cowboys again, I've not decided what with what Jerry Jones has not decided what he wants to do with Jason Garrett. Meanwhile, for the Redskins, a team that had fired their head coach in the middle of the season, um, has now hired, at least from yesterday, hired Ron Rivera, uh, who was fired from being the Panthers head coach this in the middle of the season. Is not middle of the season, but later in the season when the team was five and seven at that point. In which, hooray, you got yourself a good coach. Um, that organization is so dysfunctional. I mean, it's going to take a while to even get that team to be able to, to compete or at least be able to compete and have an opportunity and make the most of it to be a winning team, to have a winning season. The team has not even been consistent. Of course, the NFC East is always up and down. There's some teams or multiple teams that make the playoffs from that division, and there's only one team that makes the playoffs from that particular vision. Uh, it's always been inconsistent in terms of, you know, oh, this one has been a consistent divisional champion, or, hey, this other team now made it. Uh, but the one thing that's kind of been constant looking throughout the 2000s and then throughout this past decade is the Redskins, which this past decade, you know, the Redskins – I've only made the playoffs when they won that division. 2012, in which they had Mike Shanahan and Kyle Shanahan there. And then, uh, of course, 2015, in which Kirk Cousins was there. His career was kind of getting picked up. Um, Sean McVay was the offense coiner. And then uh, Jay Gruden was, was the head coach at that time. And they went 9-7 and seven and won that division. But otherwise... They've been literally the bottom of the barrel. And when Kirk Cousins was still there, 
he was a huge reason why the team was even able to put points offensively and be able to compete in games was because of Kirk Cousins, and he was making the most of what he's had. Which, fun fact, I, I think it was like episode four or five for the series of one take this year, this season. Um, so you can go in and check that out. Um, looking throughout my uh, podcast, whether it's Spotify, other streaming apps that you're looking at, um, or podcast apps, you can check that episode out after this if you want, or pause it and go ahead and check that out. Um, but again, this Redskins organization has been terrible. Now, granted, they stuck to Jay Gruden since 20. 14, 20, no, 2015, 2015. And then they fired this year. Um, So props for them to sticking to their head coach at least for four years. Like the Browns have not done that in forever, where they stick to coach for four years or more. They've hired and fired a coach within one to two, two years. Which, yes, the Browns, Fired Freddie Kitchens on Black uh, the day before Black Monday, a few hours after he lost the Bengals, he fired his ass, which is which sucks. Again, I don't want any coach to necessarily be fired, uh, but I also want a coach to be able to perform as a fan of the Browns and just a fan in general. I want the coaches to be able to perform to the best of their ability and have success, but. This year has been turmoil. It's just been atrocious. Going 6-10 and with the talent that they had. Just overall bad coaching. And so they're still currently looking uh, for another coach. They've requested to uh, put in an interview with the Bills offensive coordinator. I believe his name is Brian Dabo. No, I'm sorry. That's not his name. Um, hold on. I want to say it starts with Bill. Oh, yeah, I got it right. I'm sorry. Brian Dabble. Who, uh, he's got experience. He's worked with the Patriots. He's worked with, um, or he's worked for Bill Belichick. And he's worked for Nick Saban. So he's got, he, he, he and he's got experience. He's been an offensive coordinator a couple times. Matter of fact, he was offensive coordinator for the Browns during the 2010 to 2011 season. But then, of course, when they fired their head coach, the entire staff was also gone. Um, I'm not sure if it's the most excellent hire. I know he's done the most of what he can with that offense. With the players that he has and with a Josh Allen that has slowly but surely been getting better. But it's not a excellent passing attack by any means. Um, I know they've also put, uh, put in a request to view Josh McDaniels. There's some ties where, um, or some reports that they'll interview Mike McCarthy, but that has not been established yet. They've also tried to interview or put in a request to see Matt Rule which Matt Rule is currently the head coach of the Baylor Bears. But he turned that down. Um, there's also been reports where they're going to talk to Saints defense coordinator Dennis Allen, who is who was a head coach for, I think, two years uh, of the Oakland Raiders 
I want to say around 2012, no, 2013-2014, or at least up until the 2015 season. Um, there's been reports where, which has been true, where they're going to interview Urban Meyer. Uh, I don't know when exactly. Um, but that's who they looked at thus far, who they want to see is Brian Dabble, Josh McDaniels, uh, Urban Meyer. Uh, maybe even Mike McCarthy. They've also have been tied to trying to see if they can get Greg Roman, who's the offensive coordinator for the Baltimore Ravens, but I'm not sure if that's actually going to work out. Um, so there's been a few requests here and there. So um, for me, ideally, I would love the Browns to hire – um, either Mike McCarthy um, or Urban Meyer, because those guys have had success uh, wherever they went, being an offensive coordinator, being a head coach. I know McCarthy the past two years, he did not have success with the Packers, which evidently got him fired, but he did lead that team to three, or I'm sorry, four NFC Championship appearances um he's led him to a super bowl title and a win with that and then of course eight straight playoff appearances i think a total of 10 playoff appearances so he's again had success there and again i would love for him to be hired to be the cleveland browns head coach and then stick with him, not just for one, not just for two, but multiple years. I know the team is talented, uh, which may get turned around quickly. But then Baker Mayfield had a terrible year. And he, of course, is a lot to handle. So we'll see how that goes. Um, of course, I've already said Urban Meyer. Uh, as for the Panthers, he requested to interview Eric uh, Bienemy, who is the Chiefs offensive coordinator. Uh, I don't know if they've seen him yet or saw him, but they put in a request to do that. And they've also interviewed Mike McCarthy last week. Uh, but they have not decided of who to hire just yet. And then that leaves the Giants. They have not put in any interview requests just yet. They fired Pat Shermer yesterday. Um, so look for more reports to say, hey, this is who the Giants are going to look at. Um, but that's all the teams within potential head, cho- head coaching jobs or jobs that are available, and then with teams that have already decided to retain their coaches, and then the Cowboys who have not decided what to do with Jason Gary yet, and then the Redskins who have already hired Ron Rivera. But again, as I go down, here's the list of coaches that have been tied to those uh, teams that are looking for a head coach. Again, the Browns, the Panthers, and the Giants are still currently looking for a head coach. Which, again, before I dive in, which is this has been interesting. Normally, throughout these past couple of years, there will be six or seven teams that have hired their head coach, and they're now looking to hire a new one. Right now. There's only three NFL teams that are currently looking for a head coach, which is a small job market. Of course, comparing to the Browns, Panthers, 
and the Giants. The Browns are extremely talented, but a dysfunctional organization. The Giants, they're not they're not known to be a dysfunctional organization, but they haven't retained a head coach longer than three years since they hired Tom Coughlin, which he was hired back in 04, and then he retired in the 2015 season, which was 11 years. Uh, then they hired Ben McAdoo for two years, and then he got fired. Then they hired Pat Shermer for the 2018-2019 season, and then he got fired. Um, so here we are again for the Giants looking for a coach. I, I think they do plan to stick with that coach longer than two years. Um, but of course they got Shaquan Barkley, Daniel Jones. They have nice core pieces there, but atrocious roster overall and a terrible defense. So it's going to be a lot of, there's going to be a lot of changes there. Um, but I would definitely argue the most attractive job is probably the Panthers. Just because even though they've had a new owner for two years now, that organization has not been dysfunctional or as dysfunctional as the Browns. They had Christian McCaffrey, who was just named the third player in NFL history as a running back or just a skilled player in general um, to um, have not only a 1,000 yards rushing, but also a thousand yards receiving. They have some excellent defensive players there, um, and they do have weapons. It's a matter of okay, what they're going to do with the quarterback situation. Of course, not every team, or at least in any any structure of football, not everything is about the quarterback. But it's a huge deal because uh, Cam Newton has been dealing with injuries forever. Uh, Kyle Allen and Will Greer have been terrible. Um, so we'll have to see. I do think the Panthers' job is the most attractive. But then, depending what the Cowboys do with Jason Garrett, that ends up becoming attractive as well just because of the players there and the talent. But I don't think it necessarily becomes the most uh, attractive job by, by, by all means. Um, uh, so, again, the Panthers, I think, right now are the most attractive uh, Browns second, Giants third, and depending on the Cowboys, I would definitely put the Cowboys over the Browns, then Browns, then Giants. Um, but this is, again, I'm excited to see what these teams end up doing, um, but I'm more excited about the playoffs uh, that are now coming up this weekend, which I'll talk about that in my Wednesday daily episode. Uh, and then I'm also uh, ending my season of my series one take uh just specifically talking about those playoff teams and how how they got there uh prior and i'll release that episode prior to the playoff games so very excited to do that but here we are the coaches have been mentioned um to multiple sources by multiple sources about you know potentially being the head coach of this particular team again josh mcdaniels patriots of c uh, Mike McCarthy, former Packers head coach, Ron Rivera, but never mind him. He was hired by the Redskins. Then we go to Robert Sala, the 49ers defensive coordinator, Eric Bieniemy, the Chiefs offensive coordinator, Greg Roman, the Ravens offensive coordinator, Urban Meyer, the former Ohio State coach, Lincoln Riley, currently the head coach of Oklahoma, 
Dennis Allen, the Saints defensive coordinator. Don Martindale, his, I think we, uh, uh, his nickname is Wink, which is interesting. Uh, Ravens defensive coordinator. Uh, Matt Rule, the, he is currently the head coach of the Baylor Bears. And then Kevin Stefanski, who is the Vikings offensive coordinator. But those are all the lists of the assistants, or at least the big-name assistants, that have been tied to these jobs. Uh, not, a majority of them have not been interviewed yet. Um, for example, Josh McDaniels, he's solely focused on the playoffs right now because the Patriots are playing the wild card, which hasn't happened since 2009, and they're preparing against the Tennessee Titans. Um, Robert Sala may get a, a interview. The 49ers have a bye week. Um, since they are in the number one playoff position, so number one seed, in, and so they'll play in the divisional round, hosting either number six, number five, number four playoff positioning team. So that will either be, you know, Eagles, Seahawks, or Vikings. And then Kevin Sisnansky, he's currently preparing to play against, uh, to have his team play against the Saints. So he's probably not going to do any interviews currently. I know I mentioned Brian Dabble. That's the other assistant I forgot to mention. He was linked to the Browns job, but he's going to be focused on trying to prepare for the Texans first before anything else um, and so forth. So, again, uh, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Thank you so much again. Happy holidays, all. Happy New Year. Have a kick-ass year coming up, guys.